This episode is thanks to iDNA Health, the first clinic in Australia to provide access to personalised healthcare through groundbreaking genetic science. It's Left of Field with Danny Kavanagh. Hello and welcome to the Left of Field podcast. I'm Danny Kavanagh and today I have a really exciting guest for you. Her name is Ellie Mobilia. Now she's a DNA nutritionist and Ellie uses your genes through genetic testing to find out what foods are good for your body, what intolerances you have, what supplements you should be taking. Can you drink coffee as a pre-workout? Should you be eating carbs the night before a big race? All those big questions about your nutrition. Ellie has the answers and she is here to help. So uh, keep listening because there is a sneaky deal for you and a lot of amazing information. I hope you guys enjoy it. Ellie, welcome to the Left of Field podcast. How are you going today? I'm going great. Thank you. How are you, Danny? I'm good. Thank you. I'm very excited for this chat. Now, listeners will know a little bit about, you know, what you do as a job, but why don't you kind of tell everyone a bit more about what you do for work and how you kind of play your role in the health and fitness industry? Sure. So just to kind of give you a bit of context or interest. So I am a clinical nutritionist and I work out of a clinic called iDNA Health which is in Perth, it's in Sterling, but I specialize in genetics and like nutrigenomics. So I've always like had a passion for nutrition and helping people, you know, benefit their health, whether it be through food or just get more energy or their gut health. But it was, um, I found it quite hard to do initially when I was just kind of trying to study for to do dietetics for in my master's at uni. But I didn't end up going down that route. I did work experience there for a couple of years at a clinic and it just really wasn't for me because I find it there was a lot of guesswork around certain things in nutrition and I was lucky I found myself studying genetics and I ended up having an an internship at iDNA Health and I just find it so groundbreaking when it comes to finding the root cause of people's problems and issues and it's, it's very personalized and um, you know, it's, it's science-based as well and especially for helping those like athletes, you know, with their nutrition because they need to be there performing their best, you know, every day. But also just people with gut issues that have tried everything or just like low energy. So that's kind of the field I got into and I, I will use my patient's DNA to screen for things, you know, from food intolerances to things like even breast cancer risk or Alzheimer's risk or how well they metabolize caffeine like it's really broad and and depends on what the client actually wants to know or or get out of their health but essentially I I really just focus on DNA nutrition now yeah yeah it's crazy that our genetic makeup affects the way you know we absorb we metabolize Mm. we use nutrients you know our genes play a large role in our diet and how that really you know affects our lifestyle and our health and sports performance doesn't it absolutely Absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of testing out there, I feel, these days, and it can be hard to know, you know, what ones you should be doing and what ones you should invest in. An example would be like blood tests for food sensitivities and things. So that's where the genetics is is different to that, you know, where bloods change all the time. You know, they change monthly, weekly, whatever. It depends on your inflammatory levels, really, whereas DNA never changes. So, you know, when you can really use that as a tool 
it can be groundbreaking because these are your answers for life and it's not what you know I think you should be doing or my own opinion it's it's what is actually meant for that for that person um and an individual Exactly. Yeah. The, you know, the, your DNA doesn't lie. And it's the rise of genetic mm. testing has been crazy over the last few years. Athletes, coaches, mm. anyone in the fitness professionals, I guess, are really wanting personalized nutrition and fitness yeah. from the evidence that they get, I guess, from this genetic testing. Can you tell yeah. me, what can you provide athletes and individuals kind of tailored dietary and other performance related information can you gather from someone's DNA? Sure. So there's a lot of reports that we do and not all of them are going to be, you know, specifically tailored to it, a athlete, but the ones that would definitely, I would be, you know, encouraging athletes to be looking at would definitely be things it, it from like, like food intolerances. And even though they may feel like their, their gut's pretty good and they don't really get a lot of digestive issues and they might not really want to know those things, but when you have these kind of food intolerances that can manifest in other types of symptoms, not just gut issues, but, you know, fatigue and brain fog, those kind of things. And even if it's causing chronic inflammation, that's not going to help with the recovery of things like injuries as well. So looking at that first and foremost, because as I as I am a nutritionist, I can obviously help with, you know, meal planning and suggestions of certain foods. So first and foremost, I need to know, you know, are you intolerant to anything? Is anything triggering inflammation? Because the last thing I want to do is obviously be recommending an athlete certain foods that are going to be triggering inflammation. So I would definitely start there. But I'd be looking at things like their dominant muscle fiber type as well. So this one is is really interesting. We obviously all know that some people are much better at sprinting and some people are great at long distance. And, you know, sometimes they look very different. Like you just look at the some person, some, some people in there, you know, really tall and quite lean. And then there's other people who are really quite built and and quite toned. And you, you can see like, wow, that's such a huge difference. They're both fit. They're both athletes, but they really excel at totally different areas. And this is genetics, you know, where some people are dominant in their fast twitch muscle fibers and then others will be dominant in their slow twitch muscle fibers. So looking at that can really help tailor their training, you know, they can really take that to their their coach or their trainer and go, look, this is actually my muscle fiber type and I'm continuously getting injured, you know, how can we actually change up my training to support that? Maybe I'm maybe they're doing the wrong kind of training or, you know, focusing on, on an incorrect component of their training. So I would definitely, you know, be looking at that. Even things like there we do a report called the response to diet type support. This one is so, so popular, you know, I'm constantly getting asked, oh, you know, should I be doing keto? Should I be doing carnivore, you know, protein or vegan, you know, should I be doing vegan now? And and this is where as well genetics plays a role where we use our mitochondria, which helps produce energy in all of our cells and our muscles and it's in all of our cells. So it's obviously very important and it helps break down our, our macronutrients, which are carbohydrates fats and proteins and uses that for cellular energy. So again, we can look at your DNA to see, do you have mutations in that pathway? You know, are you actually really good at breaking down all of those macronutrients equally where, yeah, you can do lower carb if you really need to, you can do keto or maybe you have mutations and you actually absolutely should avoid keto or carnival. And that's where, you know, all that, it just gets rid of that guesswork. So, and I'm sure you've heard many people 
see athletes on, on all kinds of diets. You can see how that could be really useful. Yeah, it's about, I guess, gaining that competitive edge in the fitness industry and, you know, with sport and mm. exercise performance, people want to be a bit different. There's obviously showing you that with your genes, there's not one size fits all approach and Correct. that you yeah. need a personalization program for individuals just to kind of get the best results. Yeah, exactly. And that's where, yeah, the guesswork just really, really goes. That's what I find, I think, the most valuable thing about it. But yeah, like, I've had, a, I've had, I've worked with quite a few athletes now, you know, from AFL players to Explory you know, or NLP soccer players, Perth Link, quite a couple of ladies from Perth Link, to bodybuilders and ex-bodybuilders or marathon runners. So it's quite interesting. Generally, they've already got some background because they've either worked with a nutritionist before. And it's quite interesting to see, obviously, there's, there's going to be a lot of athletes that excel with, with plans from their from their nutrition coach but you know the ones that I have seen they've kind of not really understood why their peers have really excelled well with their you know nutrition but they haven't and it's quite interesting to see you know they have all these gut issues they can't perform their best you can't be performing your best on game day when you've got crippling pain in your gut or you constantly needing to go to the toilet you know these kind of things you can really rule out with the with food intolerance testing or even just knowing, you know, what kind of foods work best for you. So, yeah, and I find that really interesting to use for athletes. Yeah, you don't have to put up with any, you know, niggling pains. You can actually solve solve the root issue. And like you mentioned a lot of athletes that you have worked with before and I know that Rory Lobb was one you worked with from the Dockers last year yeah. and yep. you found out what program worked for him and not only what supplements he should be taking that, you know, his body best responds to, but the food. And then exactly. what, what kind of role does caffeine play with athletes? I know that this is a big part of the, the testing that you do. It is, yeah. So this is what... This is a report that a lot of people don't want to know because they are obsessed with their caffeine. But essentially with caffeine, you can be you know, a fast metabolizer of caffeine or you could be a, a slower metabolizer of caffeine. And what we can really look at from a genetic point of view is whether you're a fast or slow metabolizer. Those who are fast metabolizers, it's in and out of that pathway. They're really quite good at breaking it down. They're less likely to have issues with like heart palpitation, jitteriness, anxiety, those kind of or, or sleep disturbances. So they might actually benefit from using caffeine-assisted supplements. Not that I really love to recommend that, to be honest. I feel like a lot of people shouldn't rely on stimulants. That's just my personal opinion. But for athletes who want to, there is that option. But then there's you know people who are the slower metabolizers who go and take all those things, think they're doing the right things, and then they feel pretty awful when they drink caffeine and then they get pretty terrible sleep and then obviously that's going to lead to fatigue and, and other issues in their training from, from there on. So that's something that, you know, would be really beneficial even even for non-athletes to know as well because pretty much everyone you know, a lot of people drink coffee or have caffeine in their day. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, it's widespread and not just for athletes in community that, you know, maybe that having a pre-workout before someone goes and does mm. a gym session that could benefit them and give them that extra edge to push harder. But you're essentially saying totally. that there is really, doesn't seem to be any benefit for the majority of people having caffeine with their training? Um, it depends on, depends on their genetics. So in the report, we actually do have a section based on caffeine and sports performance. So some people are just neutral in that gene. They, they 
it doesn't really play a role. They, they won't really get much out of it. And some people will have a beneficial genotype where they actually will, well, they will get out of something out of it. And they, they're the people who could, could supplement. And then you get the people who are slow metabolizers of caffeine who really should avoid it because they probably are going to have those negative effects of alcohol, that jitteriness, that heart palpitations, that anxiety type feeling, which will also, you know, with, with those types of slow metabolizers, it can also start to block their adenosine, which is what makes us quite sleepy at the end of the day. So that can cause sleep disturbances and, yeah, fatigue and all those things you just don't want for your training. So really there's just a wide variability in how right. our bodies yeah. are going to respond to the effects of caffeine and if it's really going to help us perform. Exactly, and that's why it's, it's, everyone's so different. Unfortunately, there's not just one kind of answer where it's like, yeah, everyone should have it or no, no one should have it. It's really just dependent whatever that report will come back as. And that's kind of what I'm saying is I like about the genetic side of things is that there's no one size fits all and what someone else's approach works you know that works best for them might not always be suitable for you and and that's why that's why you this can be a huge a really important tool yeah I bet a lot of people find it hard to hear that coffee might not be the best and is that the same for is it yeah. beetroot juice now people are talking about or build their muscles is that the same for all those creatine. other yeah supplements yeah we don't have a report around creatine but um, essentially we've got creatine in our muscles and it's meant to when you supplement with that it's supposed to help with muscle building, recovery, that kind of thing. It it's really kind of it's kind of controversial really. It definitely it is the most studied supplement ever. So, you know, there is some I guess some relevance of there there. I would say that unless you're an athlete, you wouldn't really need to worry about it. You'd have to be doing some pretty intense training to really need that or benefit from that, really, yeah. Genetics and personalised nutrition go hand in hand. Wouldn't you rather know what foods are inflammatory to you and what foods can help you thrive instead of guessing? Well, now you can. By using DNA, you can really personalise your nutrition and finally get the answers. There's no more fad diets, daily bloating, gut issues, fatigue or foggy mind. All the information to unlock the healthiest version of you lies within your DNA. So why not book your consultation with Ellie Mobilia? That's right, Ellie works at iDNA in Perth. Now you can either go see her in clinic or do it over Zoom. And today Ellie is offering all my listeners a 20% off their initial consult. So when you book online, type into the notes section field 20. That's F-E-I-L-D 20. And she'll know you from the podcast and help you out. Come on guys, get your DNA tested and see what you can eat. So besides, you know, obviously coming to you, which any of us can do, we don't have to be an athlete, we can come and get these kind no. of results yeah. from you. Would you suggest that people maybe try experimenting at home themselves, trying caffeine one day, not having it the next before training and see how their body responds? Yeah, you know, generally with things like caffeine, people kind of tend to have an idea on how they feel with it already. You know, people come in and they go, oh, look, I'll get that report, but I already know, you know, I, I feel pretty shocking when I drink a lot of caffeine so you, you tend to kind of know and, you, and then there's the people who go no nah, oh, I can have as much as I want and I really don't get affected that much so yeah you, you definitely kind of can trial it out and have and, and see but yeah and then when you're ready and when you really want to know there's there's that option to do the test but um, you definitely can gauge your tolerance just at home yeah you could try having 
you know, decaf for a week or just take it out or replace it with some other kind of drink for a week and see, you know, do you get those headaches? Do you, do you feel really, you know, tired or do you feel really good and do you feel really clear? Do you feel less anxiety? Those kind of things, yeah, you start to track it. You mentioned how most people probably already know and I think it's sometimes it's hard to admit. So I guess getting a test like this might motivate <laughs> someone to really commit to a certain diet, yeah. to cut out that cheese or to do something, you know, that yeah. help to help their body and push them. I guess getting the results handed to them on paper from you is kind of maybe the answers they need. I find that, yeah, I think that's a really good point because, you know, a lot of my clients say, you know, oh, yeah, I kind of, kind of knew that to say it's just a, a cow milk allergy or something, you know. Kind of, I kind of was a bit stuffed about that, you know, but and I try and reduce it on the day-to-day, but then there's a platter in front of me and I'm like, oh, you know, I'll have it a little bit. And then you start to have a little bit of that and then I'm like, oh, I'll have some yogurt for breakfast. You know, you start to kind of, you don't know. So you kind of just think, oh, well, I don't really know. Let's just, let's just see how it goes. But when you actually have that definitive answer, you can make that educated decision yourself. I'm going to give you all the information regardless Whatever you decide to do with that information is up to you, but obviously the people that excel and do really well are the people who take on board my advice and their findings from their genetic testing. But, yeah, it, it, at least you kind of have that answer. And it definitely, I would say, it keeps you accountable. or Not so much accountable, but, like, keeps you kind of motivated to make sure you're, you're doing the best that you can for your health, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so this gene testing, and it tells you what, you know, supplements, food, everything that, you know, your body responds well to and it doesn't. And you use this then mm. to create a dietary plan for your, for your patients. Is that how it works? And then they kind of um, have so to follow that to, and to get the best results? Yeah. So, I mean, it's very different. I have so many different, you know, types of people that come through and with different kind of priorities and goals. So, I would say for those who have come in with who are athletes or very active people, I, I pretty much will do a nutrition review first, which what that entails is to say, get them to fill out a food diary over an app and I can kind of track it from there and see what their day-to-day is, look at their macronutrients, you know, how much protein are they having, you know, are they getting enough fiber nutrients as well, which is very important for our energy all those kind of things and are they eating their food intolerances, you know, because by then I will know what they are, you know, can have, can't have. And then from there I will improve it. That's what I find a lot better than doing meal plans because meal plans are great, you know, to stick to whatever, but they don't teach you that much. Whereas a nutrition review, the athlete or the individual can really get a sense like, wow, I was really not getting enough fiber then or I, no wonder I was so hungry. I was getting no healthy fat, so I was never satisfied. Um, or a female hormone might go, yeah, that might be why my, my periods or my cycle is just really all over the place. You know, I'm not getting healthy fats and, or, you know, I'm overtraining, whatever the thing is. Um, we can kind of really highlight that and I can explain that to them and then say, if you followed more on my day that I've got here, you can see that X, Y, and Z will be improved due to blah, blah, blah. So, that I find is really helpful. And then from there, I can do meal plans, but I really want them to understand, you know, my protocol first. So that's usually what I do, where if it's not a, a, um, an athlete, then we can just do kind of like nutrition suggestions, you know, reading the food labels and that kind of thing, how to go food shopping and really, really pick the things that are best for them. So not everyone gets meal plans, not everyone gets nutrition reviews. It's so dependent on the person, yeah, and their health goals. 
And what is some of the strangest kind of, you know, intolerances or kind of quirks mm. in people's genes that you've come across? Is there any, is there, ever, you don't have to obviously tell us the patient or the athlete that you worked with, yeah. but have you, you know, seen anything quite out there that people might not never have considered? Yeah, like I, I feel like one that really, really gets people, it's, it's not a, it's very common one, but people just sometimes don't even know they have it. It's like a peanut sensitivity, sensitivity. so it's not an anaphylaxis, but it just triggers their IgE response, which is an inflammatory marker that is related to like allergy type symptoms that they may never have really known. They might get eczema and that's triggering it. Or, you know, I've had some people who get literally just nothing. They come back pretty good. doesn't happen there very often. But then you get people who have literally everything under the sun, you know, from gluten intolerance to casein, which is the protein in cow milk, to, to egg allergy, to fructose malabsorption. So they're the kind of ones that will, you know, it's a lot harder for them, unfortunately, because they've got a lot more to kind of tailor and change. But I would say that oh, it's really different, yeah. But I wouldn't say there's a really weird type of allergy. I think I'm just so accustomed to them now. But when people have everything, yeah, I feel kind of bad sometimes being the messenger for that. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people, like you say, might already know or have a bit of an inkling when they eat a certain meal that they don't mm. feel great. And so they should definitely yeah. uh, feel like booking to see you or some someone wherever they are around the world, you know, have mm. a gene testing. Um, and why why do you reckon is that what's the benefit that everyday people can gain from it? Sure. Well, firstly, anyone around the world can, can book in because we can send the DNA test out to people and we can do Zoom consults. So, I mean, I think the other day or the other couple of weeks ago, I had someone from Switzerland, which was really quite interesting. Well, we have um, a lot of German listeners on here, so maybe you'll be sending okay. some out to Germany. There we go, yeah. So we can send it out to Germany, do some Zoom consultations. Just going to have to um, manage the time difference, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, with everyday people, you know, I think, I think this is something that just, you, you can't, you get an answer no matter what. I feel like though the best advice I can give people is you do have to want to know these kind of things to, to be able to be committed to it and to actually get the most out of it. So I feel like day to day people just, they really don't know that they don't feel their best because they, they go, oh, you know, I work full time, so I'm always tired or I'm a mum and I've got, you know, I've got kids, so I'm, I'm really tired, I don't have much time. So that's why I'm always waking up unrefreshed and crashing at 3pm and or it's normal to go to the toilet only once a week or I've always had that rush so it's just it's just me but what we don't realize is those things aren't actually normal so sometimes there is triggers that exacerbate those things yes of course being busy plays a role in our energy and all sorts of things can trigger eczema and whatnot but what if you're eating something every single day that triggers that you know and you just don't know because with genetics you're born with that genetic mutation. It's very easy to just not know it exists for you, so you just get used to it. And you just get used to that norm feeling. But what if you could feel better? What if you can find the root causes and you've spent thousands of dollars everywhere else trying to get to the root cause and you've just been told, oh, you've got IBS or, oh, that's just a rash that's just, um, you know, it's temperature sensitive. You know, what if you can actually figure out what that, what that is? Because we eat every day multiple times a day, but, you know, forever, that's going to play a role on your body at some point. So, yeah, just by knowing those things is so empowering to you for preventative health as well. You know, chronic inflammation is what stems 
you know, all of those those risks of autoimmune disease and things like that. And then there is just when you get those symptoms like fatigue and gut issues, just having that answer there is what I think is just so empowering for people and their health. Like they say, knowledge is power. That's it. You can only gain from getting these answers to your health. And who knows, you could really become a professional athlete with it, you know, take your amateur game to the next level. Talent accepted. Someone come in who wants to be a professional athlete and let's see how we go. (laughs) Yeah, it's not your skills. It was your diet all along, everyone. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, you you kind of gave us one there. I guess knowledge is power. But I always like to ask, ask all my guests a motto or some words of wisdom they like to live life by that they can leave with our listeners. What What are some words that you you know you like to follow? I really think that I love that you know trust trust your gut. Pun not intended, but. (laughs) You know, if you if you feel like you know you're not being listened to, in you know maybe you've you've gone and look, lots of doctors are great, but sometimes you know I I hear often you know I'm not being listened to. You know I've, I've gone time and time again, and I'm not really getting to the root cause. You know you know your body, you know how you, how you should feel. Listen to that intuitive that's telling you that, and you know put yourself first and invest in your health yes it is it can be expensive to to really invest in your health and it can take time and it's not always easy but you are worthy of that and and just really listen to that intuitive um, feeling that you might have that something might be off and that you could feel maybe better and tap into that yeah yeah, it's definitely worth it. You you know, it, it can really have big effects on your mm. life, your mood, your your happiness in all aspects. So I uh, I definitely want to book in. You've sold me. I yes, you know hope sure. I'm going to do it and see what kind of results I get back. I know I have a few intolerances. It will oh, be interesting though if there's some others out there. Yes, that's it. So um, and you never know. You might not have as many as you think, or maybe maybe you are riddled with them. But we'll. <laughs> Together, we'll sort it out. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yet Me again, too. for everyone, how can they track you down if they want to hear some more information about this? I'll pop up all your details in the show notes, but uh, just let us leave it with us just at the end. Sure. Um, so my Instagram is nutrition by Ellie and um, the iDNA Health Instagram page is literally just iDNA Health. Um, and you can message me on um, my nutrition by Ellie page if you've got any questions got heaps of posts on there anyway that you can kind of have a stalk through and read through those Um, you can email me through there there's also um, that option and there's a link to book in the bio of the IDNA health page and my page as well but if you want to get more info there is a website www.idnahealth.com.au it's got all the programs that we have to offer. That we've got certain packages with like all the food intolerances and muscle fiber and all that together. If that's something you're interested in, and then you can also look at my Google reviews as well. If you just type in IDNA Health, they all come up too. So yeah. You're everywhere. You're everywhere. There's no excuses, everyone. (laughs) You can't hide from the truth now. You've got to get those answers. In general, I reckon everyone should just start by following your Instagram page because I have been for a while and you post some really great content, some really good advice just so everyone can kind of, you know, make the right choices throughout their day for their health um, and prioritise themselves and, you know, eat yummy food, of course, but, you know, look after their body and expect the best from themselves. Definitely recommend everyone follow your Instagram. Instagram. 
You do some good Thank reels too. You. You're getting really good at the reels. Oh, my reels. Yeah, I'm, I'm look, you know, it's the way of the future, isn't it? And it, <laughs> at the start, I used to kind of cringe a little bit at myself, but it is what it is and it's actually really fun. I actually love it. So I'm glad you are enjoying it. <laughs> I definitely do. I like the ones in the office with your colleague. Yeah, They're really yeah, fun. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's Hamida. She's a naturopath. That ID nice. She is. A legend. But everyone's excited <laughs> now to find out, you know, can they have caffeine before training? Are they going to yeah. lift heavier with it? Everyone jump out there, <laughs> find Ellie. And uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Ellie. Thank you so much for having me. Lovely to chat to you.